Welcome to the Word Podcast. The Lord God has given us His Word. Let us learn it. Let us live it. Let us rejoice in it. Spread the Word. Blessings, everybody. This is Dale. Thank you so much for joining with me today on the Word Podcast. Uh, let's go to John chapter 18. We've been working our way through John, and we're at a, a place where the narrative is sort of being pushed forward. We spent many, many, many episodes in John chapter 13 through 17 where the Lord Jesus Christ was speaking. Now he's been arrested. He's being brought into various places. <clears throat> and the first place, place they brought him, brought him was before um, Annas, who was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, and Caiaphas was the high priest that year. And Peter wasn't allowed to come in initially, but the disciple who knew the high priest, which we believe is John, uh, went back and got him and brought him in. So we picked that up in verse 17 of John chapter 18. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, You also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. And some intriguing things here. Why would she have even known You know, uh, or wondered about that? And, uh, you know, why did she uh, ask that initial question? Well, is it because that she knew John and she knew that John was a disciple of Jesus? John apparently knew the high priest and had some relationship, so he was able to come and go into the venue here. <clears throat> and so now Peter's associated with him because he's the one that's getting him in the door. So she asked him a question. Well, Peter's response was, I am not. <clears throat> and I notice how, how quickly and how immediately he lied, how quickly he denied. Now, I don't want to fault Peter too heavily because I think that all of us, but by the grace of God, would do that far more, okay? This is a very, very intense time. We're about to find out how intense it was and what was happening and what was occurring. And uh, But his initial response was to say, <coughs> excuse me, I am not. Verse 18, now, the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them standing and warming himself. So he's just standing there, and he's warming himself. It's cold. Verse 19, the high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. So what happens is you have Peter standing by this fire, and then the scene shifts. And it goes back to Jesus. They're in the same area there, okay? But it goes back to Jesus. And then in the moment, it's going to shift and go back to Peter. So let's see what happens with Jesus. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. Verse 20, Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I've always taught in the synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. So the high priest was feigning interest and what Jesus was saying and how he was saying it. And Jesus is saying, no, I've, I have taught openly. You know, everybody knows what I've been saying. Verse 21, Jesus continued to speak. Why do you ask me? Ask those who've heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. Well, see, the high priest and the religious leadership knew what Jesus had said. They'd been there all the time. You see it all the way through the Gospels, how they're always shadowing him. They're always there. And they would ask him questions. They'd say this. They're trying to find ways to trip him up. So what Jesus was saying, well, why are you asking me? Rather than asking what I taught, why don't you ask the people right here what I taught? Because they know it. Well, that was, is exactly what brought fear into the life of the religious leadership. 
was that the people did know what Jesus was saying. They understand it and understood it perfectly, okay? They knew exactly what was being said, and that's what they were fighting against because they didn't want that. So the last thing they wanted was for the people to confirm what Jesus had taught. They were trying to entrap him. Verse 22, when he had said these things, that's Jesus, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand saying, is that how you answer the high priest? And so <laughs> this guy takes offense for the high priest because he thought that Jesus was being snarky. No, Jesus was not being snarky. What Jesus did was Jesus revealed revealed what they were doing. In other words, he wasn't playing along with this. He wasn't going to get entrapped in all that. So verse 23, Jesus answered him, If what I said is wrong, bear witness about the wrong. But if what I said is right, why do you strike me? You know, why are you striking me for saying the truth? If I'm not saying the truth, if I'm not speaking the truth, then, you know, that's all right. Correct me, I'm wrong. Verse 24, Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now, verse 25 picks up Peter again. Now, Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. Remember, that's how we left him off. So you started off with this scene, Peter standing there warming himself. You just turn your head, cuts over to what's happening with Jesus. Now you turn your head again, and it's cutting back to Peter. Now, Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, you also are not one of his disciples, are you? And he denied it and said, I am not. It's the second time he's denied it. Verse 26, one of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, did I not see you in the garden with him? So this guy was in the garden when they arrested Jesus. He's asking Peter, he said, didn't I see you? Not only did he see him, Peter was the one who lopped off the ear of this guy's relative. Now, yeah, they're there. They've got torches and things, but it's dark. You can imagine the dynamic of that. It was the middle of the night. So this servant wasn't quite sure, but he's saying, didn't I see you in the garden with him? Peter, verse 27, again denied it. And at once a rooster crowed. Remember what Jesus had told him? Peter said, Lord, Lord, I'll never deny you. I will die for you. I will go there. And Jesus says, you know, before the cock crows tonight, you're going to deny me three times. He has just denied him three times, and the rooster crows. <coughs> the other gospels give us some more insight into what occurred right there, okay? What happened right there. Uh, you remember him? Remember what happened? Peter wept, okay? Peter wept. Peter cried. Uh, also, he turned and the Lord's eye caught him, caught his attention. He realized what he had done, and he turned and he fled. And he thought that was it, that all hope was over. We know, because we know the rest of the story, that all hope was not over. But I tell you what, folks, be forewarned. I think we are in the season in most of our lives right now where we are in tremendous training to where we learn how to handle these things, particularly the little things, just the little things. It's the little things that the Lord will train us for to where we will be prepared for the big things. When the big thing comes, that it may actually cost you your life because of your faith and your belief. Even harder than that, you think, well, what's harder than that? Oh, this is already happening in the world where it costs the life of those that you love. They're going to let you live 
but kill your spouse or kill your children or kill your grandchildren because of your faith and your belief. Those days are already up on the body of Christ worldwide. Just because most of us haven't encountered it yet does not mean that we're not going to. We need to be ready. We need to know in whom we believe, in whom we trust. We need to operate within his power and his might, not because of any great deed that we can do in the flesh of standing firm, but because of the fact we can't do that, but that he in us can. Be ready, folks. Be prepared. Again, I'm Dale. I'll see you the next time. Goodbye.